Welcome to the Rocky Retirement Show, and I'm your host, Kathy Klein. Today, I am doing a solo episode, and we're going to be talking about your health. So what I've done was I looked up some articles on life hacks to improve your health, and I'm just going to go through some of these with you, and I'm going to tell you what I think. So this first article that I'm going through, and by the way, I don't know if we're going to be able to get through the entire article today. If not, then I will have a second show. I actually have uh, a lot of life hacks to get through. Some of them to me don't really make any sense as far as health wise, but um, we'll go ahead and go through these. So the first article is through Healthy Living Lifestyle, and it was released in July of 2017, and it's called 25 Life Hacks to Improve Your Health. So let's get right to it. Number one, they say that you need to start every morning with a glass of water with fresh squeezed lemon or lemon oil. And they tell you that you need to make sure that it's 100% natural grade oil and not anything synthetic. And they don't really tell us what all of the benefits are, but they did say that the main reason to drink it is that it flushes your entire system of toxins, it alkalizes your body, and keeps your digestive system working as it should. You know, I find that very interesting that drinking an acid like lemon juice, can help alkalize your body. So if you know how that works, head on over to the show notes and let me know because I've heard people saying this before, like they say, drink alkaline water. This article is saying drink lemon water, which would actually be the opposite of alkaline because lemons are acidic. And I just don't understand how all that works. It seems to me that I'm going off on a tangent here, but it seems to me that drinking alkaline water, like couldn't you just put baking soda in it? Because if I remember way back in my chemistry classes that baking soda was alkaline and lemons were acidic and aren't they on the opposite side of the spectrum? So that's kind of my question. How does this work? So if you know and it's not too technical, (laughs) please head on over to the show notes and let me know. So their next life hack is to sweat it out before you hop in the shower. And it says that daily exercise is ideal, but some days it can feel like there's no time. And so what you do is you go into the pre-shower sweat session. You make it a goal to earn your shower working up a sweat first with some lunges, push-ups, squats, and more. And it says that they have some 10-minute workout ideas. And it says, after a few minutes, you'll have toned your muscles, energized yourself, and maybe encouraged yourself to make exercise more of a habit. So basically their hack is, is that before you go into the shower, do some exercise, which I know that sounds easy to do, but I mean, how many of us are really going to run around for five or 10 minutes before they get in the shower. You know, I did hear, it's not in this article, but I did hear somewhere that if you sit in a sauna for a half an hour, that it actually has 
some similar benefits like raising your metabolism to exercise. So if you know anything about that, let me know in the show notes because I haven't really been able to find any articles to substantiate that. And I'm really interested to know because you might know if you listen to the show that I'm not a big exercise fan, although I have been trying to get my exercise in. (laughs) I mean, after all, health is one of the six pillars of retirement lifestyle. And I'm trying to get my health whipped into shape so that I'm a healthier person. Okay, now, the hack number three is called never eat a bad egg again. And they're actually talking about eggs. (laughs) They've got a little... um, I don't know, picture of how you can tell if your egg is super fresh or not. And basically it says that if you put an egg in water, fresh eggs will sink on their sides and older eggs will sink sort of straight up and bad eggs will float. So whatever you do, don't eat a bad egg. You know, it's funny, my eggs never get old. And in fact, I have problem hard boiling the eggs. And this little diagram says, if the fresh eggs sink on their side, then they're too fresh to hard boil. But I found a perfect hack. And I I don't know why I didn't learn this before, but my husband bought me a pressure cooker a couple years ago. And I was afraid to use it at first because my mother had a pressure cooker when I was younger and the thing scared the heck out of me. It was one of the kind that you sit on top of the stove And it would just make all kinds of noise. And I think it might have even exploded once. (laughs) So I was really hesitant to use the pressure cooker that Les got me. I forget the name of it, but I'll put a link to it in the show notes. You know, they're not really that expensive. And I have to tell you, I use this thing now all the time. Before we got it, I would usually, if I was hungry and it was time to eat, I would usually grab something that was really unhealthy because it takes so long to cook chicken or it takes so long to cook whatever. And I just didn't feel like I had the time. Now what I do is I take some chicken, I throw it in the pressure cooker and it literally takes 20 to 30 minutes to cook. And it's really nice and tender. I usually throw some I don't know, salsa or something in there with it. And it just comes out really good. Now it's not crispy, but if you want to, you can saute in the pressure cooker too. So let me tell you what I was talking about eggs. Did you know that if you have a pressure cooker, you can cook extremely fresh eggs and they will peel very easily? I mean, who knew? And basically, it's so easy. This is all you do. You take, I usually cook like a dozen. And so you just throw them in the pressure cooker. And I put them in that little basket that comes with it. You just take a cup of water, you put it in the bottom. And then you put it on high for five minutes. And then you let it depressurize on its own for five minutes. And then you rinse them off and, you know, in cold water. And literally, that's it. If you do that, your your fresh eggs will peel so easily. You don't have to wait until they get old. And you'll have these great hard-boiled eggs. I don't even peel them before I put them in the refrigerator. I just, I have like a separate little egg container that's just for boiled eggs. And I just put them in there with their shells. So anyway, 
Sorry about that tangent, but I thought I would have to tell you. Okay, so number four, meditate to clear your mind. And it says that you can set aside as little as five minutes to meditate each day. And those who commit to the daily meditation are less stressed, they sleep better, they have improved immune function, and blah, blah, blah. So I find it really hard to just sit there and meditate. You know, it's super hard to clear my mind. I even got a couple of apps for it. I have an app called Brain FM that I use. That doesn't really do five minute, but it does 20 minute guided meditations. There's another app, I think it's called Calm. I mean, there's a whole bunch of apps that you can put on your phone for this. But one of the things that I have found for me, and you're going to (laughs) laugh, is to color. So, and I know they have adult coloring books now, but what I do, and if you listen to the show, you know that I'm Christian and that I do attend church on Sunday. And I have found it really hard to stay awake on Sunday for the sermon, even though our sermon is pretty short. I mean, the whole service is only an hour. About half of that is singing and announcements and all of that. But even so, I guess it's because the whole week I'm just go, go, go. And by Sunday, I'm pretty exhausted, which I guess is one reason we're supposed to rest one day a week. (laughs) So what I found is that if I draw the sermon, you know, I just draw whatever words and whatever sentences the pastor says that stick in my head, then not only do I remember the sermon better, then I also, I, I have something where I can meditate and coloring in the little drawings that I make later after church is over, you know, maybe the next day or a couple days later, it just helps me clear my mind and meditate. And I, I meditate on the, the Word of God, but you can meditate on whatever you want to meditate on. And so they've actually done studies that if you doodle while you're trying to remember something, that you will actually remember better. So all of the time that the teachers told us to pay attention and stop doodling is <laughs> actually the opposite. So anyway, that's what I do. And um, I think I'll go ahead and post a copy of one of my doodles that have that has already been colored in so you can see what I'm talking about. But meditating, meditate how it works for you. If you can't sit there and completely clear your mind, try coloring. That is what works for me. Okay, number five. Use baking soda as a natural produce scrub. I wish I would have read this before I bought some scrub for like 10 bucks. Because this says, all you need to do is combine a few teaspoons of baking soda to one to two cups of water and you have a natural produce scrub. I could have saved 10 bucks. I'm really mad. I wish I would have heard this. So anyway, it does say to, after you use the scrub, uh, make sure to rinse your veggies for a fresh, clean taste. I guess you don't want to have baking soda tasting fruits and vegetables. Okay, on to number six. It says, fancy up a water bottle to guzzle more. And it has a picture of a water bottle and then they've drawn lines on it to tell you how many Um, to tell you when you should drink it. So it's got this big water bottle and then there's a line for 11 a.m., a line for 10 a.m., 
line for 9 a.m., 8 a.m., 2 p.m., blah, blah, blah. So that's the way they do it. What I do is I have a water bottle. It's purple and I put rubber bands on the bottom of it. And then each time I drink that water bottle, I put the rubber band on my wrist. So that's how I help myself drink water. Now, I'm not perfect by any stretch. My goal is to drink four to five of those bottles a day because each of my purple bottle is about 20 ounces. So if I drink four of those, then that's 100 ounces, which is probably about right for my height and weight. But I do struggle to drink that much water. I just, I don't know what it is. It's so hard. And then I wind up drinking a bunch at night. And then of course I have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. So anyway, the, the goal is, is that I would drink a, um, one of these before I eat breakfast. And then I would drink another one before I eat lunch and then another one before dinner and then one throughout the day. That's the goal. And try it, try the rubber band trick. It, it does help me be more cognizant of how much water I'm drinking. But again, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect by any stretch. Okay, number seven is meal prep your way to healthy lunches. And it says during the week, we usually get really busy and we don't eat well at lunchtime. Now, I don't know how much that applies to my listeners. A lot of us either work from home or we're retired. But I can tell you that if I wait until I'm super hungry, I know that I eat poorly. I absolutely know that. And so if I was able to do meal prep, which I've done in the past, you know, you and basically you would cook a whole bunch of things on Saturday and Sunday, and then you'd eat them throughout the week. Am I the only one that has trouble with this? <laughs> I always have good intentions, but then I don't do it. If you have an idea of how to keep yourself on track doing meal prep, you know, they've even come up with some really cool things. Like, have you seen those jars where people make salad and they put it inside the jar and then they have a little tiny thing of salad dressing and then you, when you're ready to eat a salad, you just dump everything out? Those are super cute. Do I do it? Uh, no. <laughs> Should I? Yes. So I, I don't know. I just have a hard time. Okay, number eight, take a stretch break. Ooh, that sounds like a good idea. I think I'm going to do that right now. Oh, yes, I hear my bones cracking. Can you hear that? Mm. Okay, so let's see what it says. A midday stretch break boosts your energy, improves your focus, and benefits your mood. Set aside five minutes in between long stretches of work to stretch your muscles. Okay, I can see that. How do I remind myself? You know, some of you I know have the um, Apple Watch. I think you can set that up to just remind you, right? Where it gives you a little tap. I don't have an Apple Watch. I'm an Android person, so I don't have anything that gives me a little tap. Maybe I can ask Les to do that for me. <laughs> okay, number nine. Turn your commute into a chance to laugh. And it says, nothing sucks the joy out of a day like sitting in traffic. But you can find a silver lining in any long commute thanks to podcasts. Hmm. Now, 
I do know that this podcast is usually not funny, but this is what it says. Laughing along to a funny podcast will help the time go by faster, help you decompress from work, and help you forget about the fact that you're moving at a snail's pace. A few ones to get you started are, and they name two podcasts, which I've never heard, so I'm not going to list them. But you can also listen to the Rocky Retirement Show if you're still in a commute. (laughs) Okay, now number 10 is save your wilting herbs in an ice queue. And it says that when your fresh herbs are on their way out, don't throw them away. Instead, chop them up, put them in ice cube trays, fill the ice cube trays with olive oil and freeze. Wow, I didn't even know that olive oil froze. I I didn't realize it freezes. So anyway, it says now you'll always have cubes ready for sauteing veggies and meat or tossing in sauces. I've heard I've heard of this before, but I thought it was water. So this is actually pretty cool. I think I might try that. Number 11, get a workout in while you're watching your favorite show. And I don't know about you, but I do have some guilty pleasures that I watch with less And it says that there's not enough time in the day to hit the gym, but we can watch three hours of TV every night. (laughs) That is so true. I have even asked Les if he would bring, um, I have an elliptical machine. I'm like, why don't we bring the elliptical machine down and watch TV. And I know that when we first moved into this house, we did watch TV in, we call it our activity room. There's a TV in there. There's a, an elliptical machine. There's a rowing machine. I don't know. We've got all kinds of machines in there. Do we use them? You be the, you be, you guess. (laughs) Of course we don't. Now, at least we're not hanging laundry on it. But I do remember that when we were doing that, it did make it easier to watch, you know, to get our exercise in while we were watching TV. So I think I'm going to bring that up again. Maybe Les and I should start watching TV in our activity room again so we can get some more exercise in. Um, This lists some TV shows that I would also consider to be guilty pleasures. Okay, this next one, number 12... I don't know if I can actually do this because I'm allergic to a lot of scents, but it says use essential oils to clean more naturally. And it says there's so many uses for these oils, but making natural cleaning solutions is a great one. And it also says who wouldn't prefer natural lemon and lime over stinky chemicals. And it says combine baking soda, vinegar, and a few drops of lime oil to scrub out the sink or tub. It says freshen your kitchen sponge with a few drops of lemon oil, and then it gives a link. Now, I thought that baking soda and vinegar kind of made an explosion. Am I wrong on that? Don't I remember combining those two things in science class when I was, I don't know, in grade school, and it made some kind of bubbly explosion? I'm going to have to check that out. Okay, number 13, it says, make a do-it-yourself travel cup. And the picture that they show is just a regular glass, you know, glass, glass, and some of that press and seal type wrap. 
and they stuck a straw through it. (laughs) Now, I don't need that because I've got tons and tons of travel cups. But if you don't, if you don't have any travel cups, I guess that would be a great way. And I guess you can go to the GLAD uh, website and they'll show you how to do it. But it just looks like they took some press and seal, covered the top of the glass and then stuck a straw through it. That's what it really looks like. Okay, number 14. Never buy a rotten avocado again. And it talks about avocados being expensive. And it says that if you end up with a rotten one, that's really not cool. And it says that you can avoid buying one by flicking off the dry stem off the bottom. And if you see a brown patch under the stem, don't buy it. It says if you see a bright yellow green color, go ahead and buy it. And you know, it's interesting because I live in California. I don't think I've ever purchased a rotten avocado. In fact, I buy mine at Costco and usually they're so green and hard, you can't eat them for like a week. So I'm going to give you a tip on buying green avocados. So I usually buy them at Costco. So, you know, I get like five or six of them at a time. And I don't eat guacamole, so there's no way I'm going to eat all of those. Now, if you put them all out on the counter, they're going to all get ripe at the same time, and you're going to have to make guacamole. So what I do is I just take one out, and I put it on my counter, and then I put the rest of them in the refrigerator. And then it usually takes a couple of days, like maybe two days to get ripe. And then as soon as that starts getting ripe, I'll pull another one out. So I usually have two avocados on my counter, one that's soft and ready to eat and one that's hard and it'll probably be ready to eat in a day or two. And then I also have one of those avocado keepers. I don't know how to explain it, but basically it's a piece of plastic um, in the shape of an avocado. It's got a, a hole for the pit. And that way, when you only want to eat a half of a half of an avocado, the rest of the avocado stays somewhat green and doesn't turn all brown and gross. I don't know about you, but when an avocado turns brown, that brown part to me tastes like fish. I don't know why. It just is so gross. And I like fish. I just don't like fishy avocado. But that's my way of being able to buy avocados in bulk because they are expensive even here in California. And then I always have a ripe avocado when I want to eat it. And because I'm on a very low carb diet, I have to eat a lot of fat. So avocados and uh, salmon are the perfect food when you're on a really low carb diet. Speaking of low carb, number 15 is something that I can't do, and that is soothe a sore throat with a marshmallow. (laughs) Who thought of that? It says that sap from the marshmallow plant has been used for hundreds of years to help treat coughs, colds, and sore throats. Interesting. says the fluffy little guys we know and love may help ease throat pain thanks to the coating and soothing properties of the gelatin, according to Health Magazine. Hmm, Cool. So if you're not on a low-carb diet and you have a sore throat, 
don't reach for the cough drops or the throat spray. Just grab a marshmallow. <laughs> okay, let's go to number 16. Number 16 gives you instructions on how to make your onions, garlic, and shallots last longer. Even though they typically last pretty long, it says that if you do this simple trick, they will last three months, which I probably need because I don't really use onions that often and I'll buy them and I'll put them in a drawer and then they rot. So I think I'm going to try this. So what it says is to take a paper bag, punch holes in it and secure the top with a paper clip, uh, clip and put your onions, garlic, and shallots in those separately. That sounds pretty simple, especially if you have a hole puncher. So maybe I'll try that. Although I don't have any children's paper lunch bags, so I'm not sure where I'm gonna get those. But when I do, I think, I think I'll try that. Okay, number 17. Not really sure what this has to do with health. Well, I guess it, I guess it could have to do with health, and that is de-stink your sneakers. It says to really de-stink your running shoes, we mean really get that funk out, it is a four-step process. So the first thing you need to do is wash them and air dry them, and then sprinkle them with a homemade deodorizing powder, stuff them with newspaper overnight, and then <laughs> put them in the freezer what? I don't know if I want my stinky shoes in the freezer. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Head on over to the show notes and then leave a comment whether or not you're going to put your stinky sneakers in the freezer. <laughs> okay, number 18 is baby your spices. And basically what they're telling you to do is take your baby food jars cover them with fabric, and then put a label on the lid, and then put a magnet basically on uh, the bottom of it. And so then you have spices, so then you would label them. So for example, you'd label nutmeg, onions, um, pepper, salt, uh, whatever, and then you'd have these jars on the side of your fridge. That's that's a pretty good idea. Except if you're like me and you have a stainless steel fridge, it's not going to stick. Number 19. Make exercise a real page turner. So basically they're telling you to download an audiobook and something that's really exciting and your rule is you can only listen to it while you're at the gym. <laughs> actually sounds pretty good. Although I don't know if I'm that disciplined. Like if I'm really, really interested in a book, I don't know if I could break, you know, not break that rule. But if, if I could, then that sounds really good. Now the question is, how do you know which book you're going to be super interested in? I'm not really sure about that. Okay, number 20. Use yoga to heal a headache. And then it says, if you have a tension headache that won't go away, try yoga poses that are inversions, meaning they place your head below your heart. So this would include downward facing dog, child's pose, 
and legs up the wall pose. I don't know that one. It says these poses improve circulation, stretch out tense neck and shoulder muscles and help you relax. I know that when I do child's pose, and that's the one where basically you, you're on the ground, you're laying on top of your knees with your arms outstretched and they're touching the ground. So your head's on the ground, sort of between your knees. I know that that pose does help relax me. And I never thought about that to heal a headache. So I'm going to try that next time I have a headache. Lucky for me, I don't get headaches that often. Okay, number 21, whip up homemade sweet potato chips in five minutes. Now, before I look at this article, I want you to know that I've tried several times to make sweet potato chips, sweet potato fries, and they never come out crispy. They always come out soggy. So that's really annoying. So this is what it says. You can make sweet potato chips in the microwave in less than five minutes. Get the full directions from She Knows here. Hmm. And that's sheknows.com. So that's S-H-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. You know, I wonder if I should try these things in the microwave. I've always tried them in the oven and in the um, like frying pan. I've never actually tried them in the microwave. So I think I'll try it. Hopefully I'll remember where that is and I'll be able to find it. Okay, number 22, avoid limp lettuce. And it says that all you have to do is place a single paper towel on top of the lettuce in a bowl and cover it with plastic wrap and replace the paper towel every couple of days as it absorbs the moisture that makes the lettuce go bad and your green should be good for a week. Hmm, Interesting. Number 23, we're almost done. Chew gum to curb cravings. It says when your cravings are not due to hunger, but more out of boredom, try chewing gum. But you know what? Whenever I chew gum, it actually makes me hungry. So I don't know if that one would work for me. Okay, number 24. Scrape your tongue to remove toxins. Studies show that scraping your tongue is more effective than just using a toothbrush at removing bacteria. Plus it fights bad breath and also is believed to boost your immunity. Tongue scraping is actually part of an ancient Ayurvedic practice because it removes toxins that would otherwise be reabsorbed into your body. I'm going to have to ask our Ayurvedic expert about this. You know, I had a show on uh, with a with an expert where she talked about it. Okay, number 25, the last one. Make your bath extra relaxing with Epsom salts. Say that as fast as you can. Okay, it says adding some Epsom salts to your bath will give you an extra boost of relaxation. They contain magnesium, which helps to soothe sore muscles and naturally relax your body. They can help with insomnia, anxiety, and more, and it just costs a few dollars. I wonder if your body absorbs the magnesium through your skin, because that's something that I don't think I get enough of, magnesium. If you know the answer to that, please head on over to the show notes and leave a comment. Let me know, because... that would make me take baths more often. Right now, I usually just shower. Okay, so that's it. 
those are the 25 health hacks that I found on the web via Healthy Living Lifestyle. So if you have any extra health hacks, let us know. Post a comment. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Hey, Les. Yes? Have you heard about the six pillars of retirement lifestyle? Of course I have. Are you tracking it? I'm not doing a very good job at tracking it, I have to admit. (laughs) How do you know when one of the pillars is falling down? I don't because I'm not tracking it. I'm tracking. Good for you. (laughs) Because I'm using the Baby Boomers 30-Day Journal. Oh, wow. That sounds great. And, you know, this is how it works. You might want to use it, too. Yeah. In the morning, I take five minutes, and in the evening, I take five minutes. Do you want to know what I do? What areas are you concentrating yourself in? Well, I'm actually doing a quick goal in each of the six areas each day. Mm -hmm. And then in the evening, I rate myself from one to 10, one being low and 10 being high in how I did. Mm -hmm. You know, there's two areas that I constantly fall short in. And if I don't shape up, those two areas are going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I'm tracking lets me realize it. Yep. So that's what the journal's about. It's about tracking the six pillars, which are spiritual, friendship, family, health, volunteer, volunteer work hobbies, and significant other. Mm -hmm. And so if you, the listener, are interested in getting the journal that I use, just go to rockyourretirement.com slash journal. And you will get this book. It's great. (laughs) How do you know? You're not even using it. (laughs) I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Track your life or your life will... Get out of control. (laughs) (laughs) It could. Oh, wait. I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rocky Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August... Actually, August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. 
Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app and then you search for the show and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement Show and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, Actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, We actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five-star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com slash support and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye!